Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The top stories from the KCBS Radio Newsroom. This is the All Local. Good morning. I'm Margie Schaefer, and here's what's happening. A body was found as crews combed through the rubble of a home that exploded in San Francisco's Outer Sunset District. KCBS's Mike DeWald is live at the scene with the latest. Uh, Mike, hold on for one second. Uh, we got you now. But sorry, Margie, 22nd Avenue remains locked down at this hour. San Francisco police and fire still on scene. Now people living on the street are able to get in and out, but otherwise this block entirely closed off. Uh, five homes remain evacuated. A large spotlight shines down as a handful of firefighters continue to sift through the wreckage. This house that exploded, now just a pile of debris. Indicators of an explosion, such as blown out windows of homes and cars in the immediate area, are visible. The cause of this explosion and subsequent fire is under investigation. That's Jonathan Baxter with the San Francisco Fire Department. And we are expecting an update from officials this morning, and we will bring that to you when we get it. Investigators right now actually looking at some of the houses across the street, presumably getting a sense of the full impact of this blast. Now, this explosion was heard for blocks around yesterday. Liz Nguyen is a neighbor. She tells KPIX5 the explosion rocked the street. When they started to come down, my daughter started to come down as a get in the house because I thought it was a bomb and then there and it was a fire and I said get out of the house get out the one person found dead was discovered by canine units investigating the area no word on that person's identity the DEA and ATF are assisting in the investigation reporting live in San Francisco Mike DeWald KCBS Thank you, Mike. The man accused of driving his Tesla over a cliff with his family in the car has pled not guilty to all the charges. KCBS's Jennifer Hodges reports live he's also been instructed not to contact his wife. Jennifer? Margie, 41-year-old Dharmesh Patel denies he tried to kill his family. Their Tesla went over the cliff off Highway 1, plunging 250 feet down. The question is whether or not it was intentional. What makes this case additionally challenging for the prosecution is it's not just Mrs. Patel who is the victim here, but it is also her innocent children. Legal analyst Steve Clark and Patel's wife is still in the hospital. Initially, a judge denied prosecutors' request. Patel not contact his wife, but the judge on Thursday did issue a no-contact order. No-contact orders are frequently utilized by prosecutors in domestic violence cases to keep a defendant from trying to unduly influence a victim's testimony. 
Defense attorneys argue a witness, presumably Patel's wife, doesn't want the case prosecuted. The DA's office will try to compel Mrs. Patel to testify in court against her husband, and whether or not she does that could make or break this case. Patel is facing three attempted murder charges. Reporting live, Jennifer Hodges, KCBS. Thank you, Jennifer. An investigation is underway in Palo Alto. After someone burgled a house on Cowper Street while its owner and a house guest were asleep, the victim, a woman in her 80s, had gone to bed around 10 o'clock Wednesday night. When she woke up the next day, she realized her cell phone, tablet, and purse had been stolen. Police say there were pry marks on the front door. The house guest, a woman in her 20s, also slept through that incident. A captain at San Quentin State Prison is under arrest on suspicion of sexual assault. Authorities say the alleged incident happened in San Quentin Village, the community just outside the prison's eastern gates. Orlando Ponce of San Quentin, who has been working at the prison since 2001, has been booked into Marin County Jail. Investigators say the victim in the alleged assault was unconscious when it took place. San Francisco Mayor London Breed in her State of the City speech at the historic Pier 70 outlined her priorities for the city. KCBS's Alice Wirtz reports Bree highlighted public safety housing, and revitalizing the downtown as big parts of her agenda. In front of a large crowd at a historic building in the Bayview, Mayor Breed admitted the city has its challenges, especially with public safety. She announced she's got plans for addressing them, including recruiting more police officers. So I will be introducing a $25 million budget supplemental to fund overtime. We need to keep our officers walking the beats, making drug arrests, and addressing retail theft. She was forthcoming about hot-button issues that have residents and businesses equally frustrated. I want to make one thing very clear. I am not okay with open-air drug dealing in this city, period. Mayor Breed will continue to prioritize more housing and revitalizing the downtown area. Public safety isn't only about taking care of our residents. It's also about taking care of our economy. Post-pandemic, resilience seemed to be the mayor's theme this year. We endure, we adapt, we lead. In this city, anything is possible. Alice Wirtz, KCBS. Six-day forecast. Hey, good morning. Meteorologist Jessica Birch here. Upper 50s and lower 60s throughout the Bay Area today. Partly cloudy skies that quickly turn into rain showers as we head into this afternoon. Now, this happens around 5, 6 o'clock tonight, and it's really just hit or miss showers. Nothing too extreme, but it does last into the overnight hours with some windy conditions, and that's what we're waking up to tomorrow throughout the Bay Area. It'll be a lot heavier as it wraps up down in the South Bay. The storm is actually tracking from the north to the south, so it wraps up down there, and then we're left with partly cloudy skies for the rest of the day tomorrow. Sunny conditions for Sunday, breezy conditions as we head into next week from Monday and Tuesday, with daytime highs still sitting in the 50s and the 60s. I'm meteorologist Jessica Birch with your KCBS KPIX First Alert forecast. Uh, some political pundits call it the gift that keeps on giving. House Democrats have officially filed a resolution looking to remove embattled Congressman George Santos from their ranks. And for more, we are joined on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by CBS News correspondent Scott McFarland. Thanks so much for being with us this morning. Oh, it's good to be here. This 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 saga continues yeah. day after day. And what's interesting is now with this uh, this resolution, it looks like there's some bipartisan support. But do you think he'll actually be expelled from the House? It's such a provocative step. Um, but if there's ever a case where it's possible, this is it. Because 
just based on the conversations I've had over the past week, the only people more frustrated with George Santos than U.S. House Democrats are U.S. House Republicans who recognize he is a distraction in their party, a distraction to the policies they want to pass, the legislation they want to enact, and the message they want to have out there. They are, as a party, being distracted or overshadowed by George Santos. So this might be the rare case, but to be clear, it's exceptionally rare and still a pretty provocative thing to do to expel a member who was elected by 140,000 people on Long Island. Yes, but to be fair, when they survey those same voters, they don't want them anymore. Yeah, and I think that's, it's a bit of a, um, a negotiating point. They can, they can say to George Santos, your constituents who were here at the Capitol protesting you this week don't want you around anymore. Santos responded to that criticism and that claim by saying there were a thousand people who signed a petition inside his congressional district asking he be expelled or resign. Santos said, I have 142,000 vote for me. Um, but the, the political support for George Santos inside his district is not visible, not detectable. We can't find constituents satisfied with his services. That's going to be a pressure point as well. New details came out yesterday about accusations that he ran a Ponzi scheme. Can you tell us about that and, and also just run down some of the things that we've discovered about him? Yeah, add that one to the list. There's already an FBI investigation into claims he made off with money that was supposed to be for a veteran service dog. There's a Brazilian investigation into an old 2008 fraud claim. There's investigations underway into what he did on his campaign finance disclosure forms. The Federal Election Commission has received complaints. The House Ethics Committee, the internal ethics arm of the U.S. House, has received a complaint about George Santos. All of this piles up, but he has intransigently said he's not going to resign. Does something have to change here? Do the rules have to change? I mean, do you think that maybe they will change the rules because of this to be able to get rid of people who are unsavory? It, you know, the, the Congress is such a self-policing body, and they don't tend to crack down on themselves very much. They, they, they like to say it's up to the voters. It's up to the constituents to decide who they send here. It's not up to us to decide who Americans should send into our body. But there's been a lot of consternation about what must be reported when you're raising campaign money. Mm. Who's giving you the money? How are you spending it? This is a perfect example of the imperfections of how we monitor campaign spending and campaign donations. George Santos's expenditures are outlandish. He has dozens and dozens of expenses that were for $199.99, one penny below the threshold for which he'd have to show receipts and show examples of what he bought for things that are preposterous to assume cost $199.99 like parking, like a oh. Miami hotel room, like an Uber ride. So there are imperfections that might have to be corrected. That would have to be through either regulation or through legislation. Thank you so much for your insight. We've been joined on the KCBS Ring Central Newsline by CBS News correspondent Scott McFarlane. Subscribe to the All Local wherever you get your podcasts and stream us on your smart speaker 24-7 by saying, play KCBS Radio. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. 
MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.